You are listening to Bitcoin, Blockchain and the Technologies of Our Future with Naomi Brockwell. I'm so happy to be joined by my absolute favourite person in the world, one of my best friends, uh, Felix Kane, all the way from Australia. Thank you, Felix. You're welcome. You're happy welcome. to be here. <laughs> um, so, yes, you're right. I do just create uh, fake Twitter accounts to reply to my own threads. And I also create um, fake holograms. Uh, in really good. Yeah. I'm so good at visual effects as well. I know I'm pretty, pretty talented. Uh, (laughs) So let me give some background to everyone. So we are talking about the age of consent, which I think is a really important topic. I mean, it's so it's not a black and white issue. And I think a lot of people are talking about it right now as if it is black and white. And it's kind of bothers me a little bit. So this kind of came up because I had on my show recently, I had Cody Wilson, and he's the creator of Defence Distributed, and he really embarrassed the government recently. So this is someone who got into a lot of trouble with uh, with the government. He had a lawsuit against them for a long time, and then basically he won in the end. But as we know, in a lot of these cases, they don't really win. So what we've come after that is is he suddenly out of nowhere there's this issue where this uh this woman who was on this website where you had to be 18 years old or 17 years old or whatever um to log on to it she'd lied about her age so cody basically paid for a prostitute um and this this is the allegation it's not proven yet allegation is he paid for a prostitute but she was actually 16. and um so that's a whole issue in itself. I believe that it's character assassination because you just see it over and over. But the issue here is that you have all of these headlines from newspapers saying child assault. And that's how they're, they're um, yeah, phrasing yeah. this. Child assault, so, a 16-year-old. Like, yeah. There's, I mean, there's three, there's three issues, isn't there? First, there's the initial deception. Um, you're not presented with all the facts, so how can you make the appropriate judgment? Um, Two, yeah, it's not, it's not like he's a, a paedophile actively seeking out young underage girls. You know what he paid for what he thought he was what was advertised. So uh, I was two off. Can't remember what the third one was. The <laughs> it's really late there. It's really late there, Felix. <laughs> it's it's after midnight here, so there's a third after point. No, um, no, but that's oh, totally. It's the, it's the, it is the age of, con- of consent as well. You know, there's that other issue that's what age is appropriate for Mm -hmm. a woman to be having sex. And it seems that a lot of people have a very strong opinion about this. So I put on my page, my Twitter, I was like, listen, if a woman decides that she is ready and she's 16 years of age um, and she, like, you know, maybe we should be taking into account her thoughts as well as just what some bureaucrats, probably men, in some boardroom decided for her, you know? Yeah, yeah. And they well, seem to... it... so go sorry. ahead. I think it's it's such a um, an important and interesting question to ask is who who makes that right? It's not a right. black and white. Like you say. It is a, it... an absolute, and it's absolutely a difficult question. So talking about age of consent laws, I mean, oh my God, talk about a rabbit hole because you could be saying like, oh, well, this person is um, definitely capable of making their decisions at the age of, let's say, 16. And uh, let's say as soon as they turn 17, no, let's say that they're not capable at 16, but then as soon as they turn 17, 
they are capable. So you're literally saying like the day before their birthday, they're not, yeah. they're completely immature. The day after, they are capable. I mean, already exactly. we're dealing with completely arbitrary divisions and people will say, well, we have to draw the line somewhere. But you really think that the media portraying this as child assault because a 16-year-old decided of her own volition that she wanted to enter into this conceptual consent, conceptual, consensual trans... <laughs> <laughs> consensual transaction uh, with someone, you, you, you're calling it child assaults? Like, it's such a stretch and it makes it's, me so angry. Yeah, that's a, but I feel like um, that is what the media does and that's how it gets um, the responses that it wants. So you say child abuse and child assault is more effective than saying girl lied about her age. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's going to be like all of the people who've been debating with me so far, they've all been men who are saying, you know, I want to protect my daughter. And it kind of makes me want to pull my hair out because on the one hand, it's like, absolutely great. I'm glad that you are a proud father and you're protecting your daughter. I hats off to that. We need more people looking out for each other. Right. Um, at the same time, it completely diminishes the capacity of a 16-year-old woman to make choices about her body, like, you know? Um, and I think that it's naive for a father to be thinking, like, presuming, oh, because it's illegal, my daughter definitely isn't having sex. Yeah. <laughs> it's that issue as well. But also, I, I feel, like, like you said before, absolutely disgusting before the age of 16, but after 17 is fine. After 17, it's totally fine. Absolutely. I, and I, also... I have a dad, and I'm pretty sure that to this day, he doesn't want me to have sex. And I'm a 34-year-old <laughs> woman. Do you know what I mean? I'm pretty sure that, that doesn't ever go away. I know, that, right? That feeling of wanting to nurture and protect your children doesn't go away. It's not going to stop when she turns 17 and she becomes legal. You're still not going to want to have sex. You can start dating when you're 55, but only yeah. if I meet the guy first. And <laughs> only, only if they if they put a, a ring on your finger and walk you down the aisle and promise you 10,000 Oh my God, right? You know, <laughs> only when when you get a dowry and you like, I mean, yeah. it's just, oh yeah. gosh. So let's also talk about this age difference. So a lot of people are also saying that, you know, 16 and 30 year olds, that's a huge age difference. And he's a disgusting person for wanting to have sex. Like, despite the fact that for all we know, like it doesn't seem that he knew she was 16, but let's say yeah. that he knew, he knew, let's just presume that he knew that she was 16 and he's 30, but they're also saying that let's say a 32 year old man and an 18 year old woman, that's totally fine. That's a very different scenario because they're the both adults. Right. It's exactly the same age difference. Yeah. Yeah, it's I don't exactly think the age difference is the, is the problem. It's this fixation that everybody seems to have on the number 16, on the age 16. And it's ridiculous because biologically, there's no marker point at 16. Everybody develops at different rates. Everybody's mind is developing at different rates. Some people at the age of 14 are sexually active. Some people at the age of 14 are sexually active, but very, very immature. Some people at the age of 14 are sexually active and very mature. So there's no finite age that you can say yes definitely or no definitely because each individual will develop differently mentally and physically so yeah it the mind boggles I don't think that you can say every 16 year old on the planet is too immature to be in a relationship um, whether it's sexual or um, emotional with an older man 
I just don't think that that's a fact. And I think it's a bit of a crutch as well to say, oh, well, it's the law, therefore it's correct. Like we can either argue the law and whether or not the law is correct, or we can argue about the morality of the situation. But it seems that people are conflating the two and saying, oh, it's immoral yeah. because it's the law. It's the law. <laughs> really? But there the are so many isn't... awful laws, you know? And I mean, it's ever-changing and it's constantly evolving to catch up with the times. I mean, in, in Australia last year, it wasn't legal for homosexuals to get married. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I know, right? It was legal. Or not, it was not legal. So that, that doesn't make it wrong. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So. And okay, so looking back, when you were 16, would you have felt that it was awful if uh, you met a 30-year-old man and you decided, okay, this is someone that I emotionally connect with, we're on the same level? I mean, you were an incredibly emotionally mature 16-year-old. I feel like it's a very good question to ask because when I was a 16-year-old, I was in a committed relationship with a man who was 29 years old and we stayed in that relationship for six years. Wow. So um, are you traumatised now? And are you uh, sad that uh, these people on Twitter didn't come in to protect you from your decisions? No. I, I knew what I wanted. I knew who I was. And it was a very natural normal thing to do to be in a relationship with a man who loved me looked and took care of me emotionally as well as being my equal at the time so I definitely didn't feel like anything was wrong like anything went wrong like there was right. no abuse there was no nothing it was two two grown-ups mm -hmm. in a grown-up relationship doing grown-up things <laughs> <laughs> Right. Um, so, I mean, it just seems like people have this arbitrary number in their head and they're quite happy to slander people and say, well, they're a derelict if they are engaging in any sort of emotional or physical connection with someone yeah. who's younger than the legal limit for these things. Like, I, I mean, but then, okay, so then there's the question of where do we draw the line? So would you allow hmm. a five-year-old to, <laughs> to have sex with someone? You know, like, it, it seems like arbitrary lines are really problematic, but I don't see um i don't see a way to fix that like i, I don't see um, a better solution look i don't i don't know what the answer to that question is apart from go on a case-by-case -case basis do you know what i mean like if if this 16 year old has actively that we're talking about now actively gone out onto um a website that exchanges sexual relations for money then obviously she knows what she's getting herself into. It's not a surprise. Right. Um, so I think in this particular case, it doesn't matter that she's 16. Well, also, uh, I mean, don't they say that um, women mature faster than or earlier than men either? I mean, that's a hard thing to quantify, yeah. but that's sort of what's thrown around. At the age of 16, you were living in London. You were mm. at a, studying ballet full time. I was still, you know, like pulling people's hair in the playground. Like, you know, you were well, incredibly I was, I was, mature. I was, was living and working alone and... Um, in London uh, and I was just doing what I wanted to do I, I didn't have the like I, I knew right from I think before I was even 10 that I wasn't going to stay in school that I was going to pursue a career in dance and that's I did everything that I could to do that and I succeeded which is great go me but and um, also so let's give people some background on your success so at the
age of, of 16, you were living overseas by yourself, studying full-time ballet in one of the best ballet schools in the world. Um, right. After that, you went on uh, and started studying pole dancing because you thought it was fun. Uh, you went on to win the Australian pole dancing title how many times? I won that three times in a row. Three times. Then you won the world champion pole dancing uh, competition. You yes. have your own competition. You worked for Soleil, Cirque du Soleil. Uh, you're one of their feature yeah. artists uh, in Vegas for years. Then you went on and like headlined a, a world tour for the Michael Jackson Cirque du Soleil tour where you were one of their feature acts for this. Yeah. You were incredibly successful and you weren't, you know, <laughs> you weren't derailed by the ability to make your own choices from a young age. Maybe that might have actually helped you. <laughs> I think so. I think being... Um making my own decisions and also I think learning the consequences and learning that when I do this this happens when I go there that happens um from a young age and being in a different city being in a different country from my parents you you learn quick you become very savvy to everything um and yeah I do think that being independent um from a young age helped me to be um strong Right, absolutely. I would agree to that. So, I mean, this, I guess, this is a really, um, it's a really technical debate. It bothers me that people have such hard lines drawn in the sand about this yeah. and that yeah. they're unwilling to take into account what the 16-year-old herself decided. It, I mean, she, she clearly made a choice, an active choice. Yeah. She even went so far exactly. as to lie about her age to facilitate yeah. the choice. You, yeah, you, ha you have to be deceptive to get what you want. There's, there's, layers of deceit um to the website and their um staff or, or whatever is there maybe it's just the program i don't know um and then so this individual um mm -hmm. there's there's layers of deceit that she had to um portray to get to where she was going um and yeah there's no um blame on that side and it's all the sort of demonizing the man that was tricked essentially yeah well and also should there be blame on a woman who was forced to lie because the government wouldn't let uh -huh. her make a decision about her own body like yeah, i think the only person in the fault right yeah i 100 think I, I like kudos to her do what do what you do you you do whatever you want to do and if you're ready and that's what you want to do fine but um yeah Right. So uh, Chris actually just made a good point in the in the chat there. So talking about how the Western world seems to infantilize women a lot. I mean, I see this a lot, too, to be honest. And it's kind of it, it, it bothers me a lot. Um, this this idea of, of um, like, I mean, it's patronizing, right, to have someone say, right. well, you, you don't have the capacity to make your own choices. We'll come in and protect yeah. you. You're too precious. You have a vagina. <laughs> right. And also, I mean, children in general. So let's look at basically how society functions now. You go through however many years of schooling when you finish when you're 17 in, in Australia, when you're 18 in America, that's 18 years where you're basically kept under the thumb of people saying you can do this, mm -hmm. you can't do this, you must do this, you don't get to make your own choices, you must follow this path. So already mm -hmm. that's 18 years. Then what happens? Then everyone goes into university, basically, you know, we're encouraged. The government gives us loans to say we want Want you to go and do this thing where well, you're going to be under the thumb as again for another at least mm -hmm. four years so the age of like leaving a system and going to a place where you can make your own choices just keeps getting pushed further and further back like yeah. years ago i mean you, you might have been 15 16 and then you left home right and, and um you did an apprenticeship you got you got yourself a job and yeah you went out into the working world and started being an adult 
Um, but that's, like you say, you're in the system for such a long time. I think a lot of people um, don't know how to function when they get out. Absolutely. And, and I think you can tell. The, yeah. Yeah, yeah you see a lot of issues. Like, Sorry, I keep cutting you off because there's a delay. Yeah. Same time as you. <laughs> I have points to make. <laughs> you may go. I'm quiet. Okay. Good. No, I, I think that when you do get out into the big real world and um, the lines are much more lax and there's not um, – the rules are not as strict, it, uh, it can throw people. And I think a lot of people just get stuck in that um, right and wrong that way of thinking which is very I think narrow-minded absolutely I think that people really and you can hear the sirens I always have to apologize for my New York sirens it just adds to the <laughs> adds to the atmosphere um, very, very. Mm -hmm. um late night chats with Felix I'm sorry and you're gonna be up super early as well I, I love you so much you're you're the greatest um so, um, like, I, I do worry about some of the, like, stunted growth we might be forcing onto young people by forcing them into kind of a mold for too long, by dictating, you know, this age you're allowed to do this, this age you're not. Like, it, it blows my mind that in America, you're not allowed to drink until you're 21, but you're allowed to go yeah. away and die in war. That's fine with the government. Like, yeah, it's very fine. clear. If nothing else, it should show you that when the government makes these rules, it's not necessarily in your best interest, you know. Sometimes yeah, it's in their okay. best interest. It's um, definitely yeah, I mean, especially with yeah, with the going to war when you're uh, when before you can drink, I feel like that's definitely not a decision made with with your best interest at heart. No. It's um, it's it's crazy, yeah. And um, let's let's talk about like people being stunted, like their their oh. growth kind of through by being forced to fit this mold for so long. Um, and I mean, you kind of see people getting out of university now, not being able to hold down jobs because uh, they, you know, they've, they've been told like, you know, you have to do this thing for, for all this time. And they kind of get to this point where they can't cope because they have all these options and they don't seem to be able to deal with life. You know, they don't be able to see, deal with like the responsibility. A lot of people when they're at university, their parents are still, you know, paying their bills and, mm -hmm. um, you know, helping them like sort out like curricula, all these things. And then suddenly, you're on your own in the real world and they don't know how to do life <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and uh, it, it's very different you know being in the educational system to not being in it um and I think a lot of the times I'm not sure about America but especially Australia now the things that you're promised you don't necessarily get Absolutely. so you say okay go to school from this age to this age study this this and this get this number go to uni study this this and this get this get this number and then go get a job but at the end of it, there's not very many jobs left. And that's the problem that a lot of people are having here in Australia is that they, they'll do everything and then there's no work. And then what? They don't have a different set of skills to fall back on. Right. And like if we're talking about people being infantilized, so just like, you know, we've got to realise people reach emotional capacity and, and mature at very different rates, right? And is there yeah. even such thing as a capacity, like emotional capacity? Like we're just constantly changing beings, right? Depending yeah. on our circumstances. Yeah. So so this infantilized behavior where people force us into a box, you can see it just, it hurts so many people because I don't, I, I honestly think people 
people need more freedom than that. And so it, it kind of wears down on their being, uh, being part of that system, you can tell. Yeah, and honestly, true. I think even forcing people into a school system until a certain age, like you can tell some people handle it much better than others. Some people, they're much worse than others. There are people who drop yeah. out, who get into like crazy behavior. I mean, some of the most successful yeah. entrepreneurs that you see, like Bill Gates was even arrested for stealing a tractor, you know, one of the smartest people yeah. in the world. These people who just need a channel for like, for their creativity and and they're not given it when they're within having to be forced to act within this system yeah and I think again it goes back to this sort of cookie cutter this mold that not everybody fits not, not everybody fits into it and there are you know outliers and there are maybe in liars but every single person is completely different so the system that's uniform might not necessarily work it might work for some but there's you know quite a few that it doesn't work for. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, my takeaway from all of this is if you're starting to see like newspaper articles that say assault of a child, maybe read into it and actually say, well, this is a 16 year old woman who's making choices. And then ask yourself, well, how about we get the opinion of the woman? So rather than just yeah. saying, well, I just want to base my um, judgment on the opinion of the men who made the law, because we can almost guarantee it wasn't a woman uh, who made those laws yeah, just by the exactly. ratio of men and women making political decisions. So yeah, that's the other thing is just getting behind a headline. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's bad. I don't like it. I know. Really knowing the facts of it. I feel like, like there are so many useful idiots in the world, right? And there they're are just like useful idiots. Like if I if I put this, if I say things are bad, I'm gonna shine it in a light that says it's bad. You should disagree with it. Trust me, you should disagree with it. Yeah, me, I'm yeah. gonna disagree with it. That's I don't like that. No, I don't like I don't like child abuse. I know that one. I don't like that. I, I, don't I like know it. that one. <laughs> Even though you're calling a business interaction child abuse. Like with a 16 year old who, like, as far as we know, it was completely consensual. And how many other interactions did you have with other people? Like, are we just hearing about this because this is an enemy of the state that the government was embarrassed by? Like, I don't understand how people are looking at this and saying, well, what we need to focus on is the child abuse, not the diversionary tactic that was just used to hurt this person who went against, like, who didn't toe the line. I mean, it's just a clear-cut case of character assassination in my book. And they chose an issue that um, really gets to people, you know? When you have a headline that says child abuse, you know that that person is going to have no supporters, right? Yeah, exactly. And it, Right. And exactly. so I think speaking out about this and actually saying, well, actually, let's look at the case. Let's say is 16-year-old yeah. consensual transaction child abuse is an important thing to do. If we're looking at the whole case, where does the onus of responsibility lie? Like, whose responsibility was it to find out how old this woman was? Right. Because I feel like it's probably the organizer, the website. Like, if you if you go into a club, it's not the the um, if you go if you lie about your age and sneak into a club, it's the club that gets into trouble. Right. You know it is. Mean? Yeah, and also it's at the, the same time, like. Right, so then there is an impetus on the organisations to, to make sure that they safeguard themselves because currently there seems to be a precedent for the government going after those organisations and also the individual as well um, who's making the choices. But at the end of the day, if it's a shitty law and you're basically forced into breaking it because yeah, it doesn't yeah. make any sense for your life, yeah. you know, it just seems like maybe the onus is on 
the people who are legislating this and maybe they need to be taking it onto like an individual case-by-case basis rather than these blanket rules when people are so vastly different. If there was a a piece of paper that you can sign, like organ donation that says, I want to have sex now. I'm good. (laughs) I'm cool. And how do you even judge that? Because like people would then argue and say, well, you know, a person doesn't have the right to make their own decisions. They're immature. What do they know? We need to protect them. I'm sorry, but all people are immature. And that's the whole premise of the natty state, like saying, well, these elites know better than all of us in every decision, no matter how old you are. Like people are always going to be idiots, right? True, true. I mean, look who got voted in in, in America. Like clearly there's, <laughs> <laughs> clearly there's some dumb people in the world. But I mean, I just think this whole idea of we get to a certain age and suddenly we are all wisdom and knowledge and yeah. experience is so dumb. Well, especially when it's 17. Do you know what I mean? There yeah. isn't. I don't think there's much difference between a 16-year-old and a 17-year-old. I was both of those ages and a woman. What? And um, You were? I was. You might find this hard to believe. <laughs> um, and it's silly. It's silly to say that, one, like you say, one day you're not, you're not capable. And the next day, the very next day, 24 hours later, you are. One hour later, you know? One hour. Like exactly. The minutes before one your minute. birthday. What if, what if the sex occurred over midnight between 16 and 17? Is it illegal or legal? It may have started out being illegal. But it completed legally. We can't guarantee that it completed, right? (laughs) Zing! But it's, yeah, I don't know. So I thank you for chatting with me. I know it's the middle of the night. I don't want to keep you because it's super, super no, late I, there. I feel like um, it was worth talking about. Yeah, for sure. And I really appreciate your opinion um, as someone who's been a woman and is a woman and was 16 at once in her life and had sex, you know, when she was 16, I'm, I'm sure. Okay. Like, she's okay. Thanks for the concern, everyone. Yeah, I'm absolutely. Okay. I'm all right. I'm all right. I know I'm not the, the important one, but I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't matter. You don't matter. We're focusing on this this other person who also consensually uh, went into that arrangement. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go. Um, thank you so much for for chatting with me. This has been awesome. For extra material and any links mentioned in this podcast, please visit naomibrockwell.com. If you'd like to watch the video version, please visit Naomi Brockwell TV on YouTube, BitChute or DTube. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Bitcoin, Blockchain and the Technologies of Our Future.